Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hey, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the podcast where we come together as leaders every single week to empower, to inspire, to expose you to some of the greatest strategies and principles that we believe on the planet to help you evolve into the leader we know you can become. I want to thank each of you so much for your support. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with others. And I want to encourage you to do that. Copy it. Ask others to subscribe. If it's blessing you, then please share it with someone else that they can be blessed as well. You know, leaders understand the importance of iron sharpening iron. I said every week because I believe that. So many of you comment, you send me messages, and I appreciate that. Make sure you follow me, Joseph Walker 3. Joseph Walker, the number three. Follow me on Instagram. I want to make sure we connect and also go to my website, Joseph Walker, the number three. That's josephwalker3.org. My books, content, all those things that we believe will be a blessing to your life. Now, here's the deal. My wife and I have a wonderful YouTube channel called Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. I want you to go over there and subscribe to it. Let me know what you think. Great topics are discussed every single week. We drop new episodes on Friday. So I want you to share that. So I'm giving you two options a week. Downloads, one on Tuesday, one on Friday. You can be blessed by either one or both. And I hope that it helps you and yours become the leader we know you can become. Today, I'm excited because we get to talk about how to start over. I think it's so important that um, we talk about this because there are a lot of people who often don't see a path forward after failure, after something goes bottom up, after there's a setback. You just kind of wonder, should you walk away from a thing or should you actually start over? I want you to understand something. As long as you have a pulse, there is possibility. Never allow your dream to die because you had a setback, because you've experienced a traumatic time. There's always an opportunity to start afresh, to renew that passion, renew that vision, to reintroduce it. And I want to help you know how to do it today. We're going to have a conversation because I don't want what is placed inside of you by God. I don't want that thing to just lie there dormant, but I want that thing to come forward and I want to see your vision come to reality. The question is how to start over. How do we do it? Well, first of all, you have to make the mental shift from what was. Allow me to insert um, a scriptural reference in Isaiah when the Bible says, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, God says, I'm doing a new thing. It's Isaiah 43 or so. He's telling us that even though they've experienced trauma, disappointment, oppression, setback, a variety of different things that are justifiable reasons to walk away. Don't allow yourself to wallow in the residue of what was that you cannot move forward in where you're about to go. If the new thing is going to emerge, you have got to stop giving influence and power 
to what was. That mental shift means you've got to change your language. You've got to stop talking about it and romanticizing it. You know, people that are always talking about what they used to have, who disappointed them, who was not a good employee, who did this and that. You are constantly in that mental space of what was. I want you to draw a line in the sand today and declare that I am no longer looking backwards, but I am forgetting those things which are behind me and I'm reaching to those things which are ahead. Let's go forward. It's a brand new year, brand new opportunities. So yes, they hurt you. Yes, they disappointed you. Yes, people walked out. But that's what it was. At the end of the day, you have to make a mental shift and you have to put yourself in the position of expectancy concerning what is about to happen now. Now, what you can do, number two, is find value in the lessons you've learned. See, every experience you go through, there are lessons and blessings. And I just believe that you never go through a situation without gaining something from it. There should be no senseless seasons in any of our lives. So the question is, what lessons did that past situation teach me? If I'm having to start over, the first round was not a success. Maybe the second time was not a success. Maybe I ended up, I put too much out there. What did I learn from that? Was I so aspirational that I did not operate in wisdom? Uh, Did I leave God out of the equation? Uh, Did I not do the proper things? What could I have done better? This is that time of self-assessment, introspection, looking at your organization, looking at yourself and saying, what did that season teach me? I'm at a point in my life where I've begun to look at things completely different. Now I begin to think, what did it teach me about what's essential? What did it teach me about the power of relationships and connectivity. What did it teach me about loyalty? That season taught you a lot. It showed you who was with you. It showed you who wasn't. You've got to take advantage of the lessons that you learned. How did you scale? Did you plan effectively? Did you have the capital to accomplish the thing you were trying to do? It takes more than just a good idea. It takes capital. You've got to have the funding. So what lessons did you learn? Did you step out too much? Did you not take enough time in the creative aspects? Did you try to rush this process? Learn the lessons so that when you start over, you don't repeat them. Got it? Here's number three. Don't make the same mistake. There it is. Once I gather the lessons, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to hire the same kind of people. I'm not going to run my organization the same way. I'm not going to move at the same cadence and pace. I'm going to be more methodical, more prayerful, more cautious. I'm going to use more wisdom. Don't repeat the same mistakes. First time, all right, I get it. Second time, you try it. But this time, you cannot repeat the same mistakes. You learn those lessons for a reason so that you do not go back. I've seen so many people who just continuously believe that the dysfunctional system that they were trying to move forward was going to work. And they continued to no avail. I want you to hear me loud and clear. Don't make the same mistakes. It is what it is. If you're going to start over, you got to start over with a new attitude. You got to start over shifting from what was. And you got to get to a point in your life where you learn the lessons that you do not make the same mistakes. Number four, I want to talk about a little because it's about surrounding yourself with forward thinkers. See, as you go forward, you're going to have to put yourself in the room with people who who think futuristically, people who are 
you know, innovative, creatives, people that are brilliant. One of the things that has contributed to the success in my life is that I've attempted to surround myself with very innovative and forward-thinking people. I am not intimidated by their brilliance. I welcome their brilliance. I give them an opportunity to have voice at the table because I need what they have to offer. You see, I think it's important that when you have forward thinkers, these are people that are thinking about the future. One of the things I can tell you is like, you know, you think about, for example, we were doing streaming in our ministry and, uh, you know, we had been recording for television. And after the pandemic, people were watching it virtually, watching it in the internet space. And so when we had to go completely virtual, we had to change the way in which we were recording our services, not recording our services for television broadcast per se, but recording our services to be watched on YouTube and other platforms. And so therefore I needed people that thought about the future and not who were stuck in the way things have always been. I just think it's important when you look at that, look at other areas of your life and ask yourself, do you have people in your organization that are stuck in tradition? Tradition is nothing more than frozen success. You got to have people that know how to pivot, people that have their finger on the pulse of what's coming. And sometimes you got to be in a place that you are often the first one, you know, stepping out to do something, but you are, you're moving with history here. You're moving and declaring, I want to remain relevant and innovative. So surround yourself with people that stretch you. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, but you've got to believe that this is necessary in order for you to start over and not make the same mistakes, right? So be the first to invest. That's the next thing. You got a vision. You got something you believe in. And oftentimes we run to other people trying to get them to fund our vision. But let me tell you what you have to do when you start over. You have got to be the first one to invest. You're making a statement that you absolutely believe in your vision. You believe in this idea. So when people see you invest, then they will invest. No one's going to invest in something you don't believe in. So you've got to be the very first to put skin in the game with time, with your talent, with your treasure. You have got to be the first to invest in this so others will know you really believe in it because where your heart is, your treasure will be also. So ask yourself, how much are you actually investing in the thing that you're trying to get off the ground? And I've seen people who had great visions and they've invested significantly because they believed in it. And because of their investments, it, it really went through the roof. And as a consequence, they, they yielded a major return because they believed in the product. They believed in the vision. You cannot be gunshot when it comes to investing first into your organization. I promise you, no venture capitalist, no one is going to show up and just invest in it without asking you, how are you invested in the future of this idea or this organization? Got it? All right, here's number six. Let's rebrand your new season. Remember now, this is important. Rebranding is significant because it allows you to get a good marketing team together. And even if the first few tries, there were mistakes, there were things that could taint the reputation of the organization or yourself, find someone that can rebrand to speak to the positive things, to speak to the successes, to speak to the future and bring clarity to the vision so that others who had never heard of it would hear it for the first time in a completely different way. You see, you control that narrative. And I just believe the rebranding is necessary. It takes an investment to do that. You've got to find the right people that know how to package it and rebrand it in such a way where it's like, wow, 
This is not your typical situation. This is brand new. I saw this happen with uh, Buick Corporation. Remember Buick, the car your grandmother used to drive? Remember that one? Every grandparent had a Buick. But did you see how Buick began to rebrand themselves, to put themselves in the car game again? And they were like, this isn't your typical Buick because it had bells and whistles tied to it. It was so many different things they put in that car that even though it maintained itself as the Buick, the, the safety and traditional model, it was such an innovative pivot and shift that they were willing to rebrand themselves. I believe that as you move forward and start over, you've got to reintroduce yourself to people. Let me say it again. You've got to reintroduce yourself to people. You've got a great vision, a great brand, but most people don't know because they didn't catch the memo the first time. This is that time where you clean things up, organize yourself, and you literally say, I'm in rebranding mode. Before we go to number seven, before we go to number seven, let's talk about what we've learned so far. We're talking about how to start over. First thing we talked about is how to make that mental shift from what was. That means how to move out of the residue and the pain of the past and how to pivot into the brand new season that God has for your life. And then we talked about how to find value in the lessons that you learned. There were lessons in every experience you've gone through, things that you couldn't have got anywhere else you got going through this situation. There are lessons, lessons in every failure, every setback. There are lessons that you have learned. Also, when you learn those lessons, you don't make the same mistakes. Absolutely not. You pivot. You come to a place where you're saying, I refuse to repeat the same errors of my past. You have to train your staff, teach your people how not to repeat the same kinds of things that put us in that situation in the first place. I've learned my lesson and I'm not making those same mistakes. Here's the deal. Remember this. Surround yourself with forward thinkers. Put yourself in a room with people that know how to get things done. Forward thinkers are people that absolutely can help you push forward in the things that are necessary to make your organization success. So don't be intimidated by staffing well. It's what I did. I staffed well. And I'm continuing to stretch my team to make sure we are surrounded by people who are forward thinkers. Here's the other thing. Be the first to invest, meaning that you've got to put skin in the game. You can't go out and get partners to invest in what you're trying to do if you do not put skin in the game. So I think it's important today that as you continue to uh, move your vision forward and you continue to start over, you've got to be willing to say, look, this is how I'm invested. This is what I've put in this. And you'd be amazed at the support you will get when you do it. And number six, of course, is rebranding. Get you a good marketing person, a person that can help rebrand your social media, rebrand your narrative and your story. Haven't you seen that before when people have, you know, had tremendous failures, whether they were personal or professional, but they came back stronger with the whole rebrand? Like they had a way to touch that. The touch points were amazing because they knew the things to say and they were all genuine. It was just they had to help people get over the hump of their perception about things not working out the first time. If your business failed, your store didn't make it, 
You can rebrand and start anew. Start afresh with the new logo. Rebrand. Start afresh with the new, you know, a new jingle about it, a new narrative, a new, a new storyboard. I mean, there are ways in which you can do this, but you need a marketing professional that can truly help you do this well. Then, of course, I want to leave this with you. Come back better. What are you saying? Let me talk personally to you and tell you something. There is nothing you as a leader has gone through, no matter how negative, whether it was a divorce, whether the business fail, bankruptcy, or what have you, that you cannot come back stronger. See, one of the things that one of my mentors told me is that there's nothing you can't survive. You're more resilient than you give yourself credit for. What our next level leader learns how to do is even though we had the wind knocked out of us, we had seasons where we were disappointed, we had setbacks that were just immeasurable, there comes a moment where you've got to say, you've got to declare, I'm coming back better than I ever have before. That's why it's so important. It's so critical that we make certain that we start over fresh and believing that God never gave up on our vision and neither should we. So dust that thing off. Hear me well. Dust that vision off. Pick up the pieces that are broken and put that thing before God as an offering to God and say, God, with your help, I can do this. I need you to know something. The rest of you is going to be the best of you. You are that kind of next level leader and I just believe extraordinary things are in your future. I really hope you received this today. I really hope this was transformational for your life. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to just thank you for being a part of this podcast. Would you please let me know how this one blessed you? And I want you to let me know perhaps how I can pray for you. I just believe as I'm getting ready to call forth leaders soon for something very special, I want you to be a part of it. I want you to be connected to me. I want to mentor you. I want to help you win because I believe in your vision. But it's not so much that I believe in it. It's to you believe. You can absolutely start all over again. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure, again, you follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Go over to YouTube and follow my wife and our page. It's called Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. Check it out. And then make sure you subscribe while you're over there. And then, listen, if you need my books or content, go to josephwalker3.org. Got a good book for you, too, that'll kind of help you start over. And uh, it's a book uh, called Leader Shifts. Uh, and then there's another one called No Opportunity Wasted. Those are great books to get you going and starting over. And I thank you just for being connected. And I appreciate you so much. I pray God's blessings be upon you. And until next time, you be blessed. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph 